Hi, and welcome to Behavioral Creativity with Sarah Young. Today, I'm talking about creativity and practical uses for it in the work environment. Thanks for joining me. So today I'm talking about creativity and how you can use it in the workplace. Now personally, I have always found that creativity is best when in the workplace when you're solving a problem. And the problems that I have always come up with in or against in the workplace, I guess, um, usually has to do with interpersonal relationships. Uh, usually, you know, I'm good at getting things done. I'm very good at processes. I'm very good at improving processes, creating revenue streams. All of the um, strategic work I'm, I'm very good at. Like there's, there's really never a call for me to use creativity in that kind of way. Uh, but very often when I have a job, there will inevitably be somebody there who is threatened by my abilities. Usually, in fact, almost every single time, this person is a man, generally a white man. And in almost every job I've had, I've had the experience where some white man who's already been there for a long time, or maybe not a long time, uh, is threatened by me because I'm getting my work done and I'm not flirting with them and I'm not kissing up to them and I'm not playing whatever game they need to play to feel secure in their manhood. And that's usually where the problem starts for me. So um, what generally happens then is that uh, these people will start trying to undermine me, badmouth me, uh, make me look bad, tell other people I'm not qualified for my job. I mean, if you're a woman and you're listening to this, you probably know what I'm talking about. I don't know many women who haven't had this experience in the in the workplace. Uh, there's either a man who is not getting your attention or, you know, what, you know, whatever, is threatened by the work you're doing or, or wants you to do it in a way that is more sexual. I mean, it, there's a million reasons why this happens at work. Um, maybe it's even, you know, a boss who isn't good at their job, so they uh, insist upon making you look bad to cover up the fact that they're not good at their job. That's actually, uh, the way I've experienced that is that's something women have done. Uh, you know, I, I've, I have a finite amount of experience, so my generalizations are going to be um, only really... You know, I mean, I guess they, they really only apply to my experiences and the experiences of the women I know. Um, it's usually when I have either had colleagues who do this who are women or bosses who are women, when they're not as good at their job, they will then make their underlings look like they're not good at their jobs. So the focus is off them and on their underlings or they, they have somebody to blame. Um, for the fact that they can't do their jobs. This, this actually comes up a lot with both women and men, but I've experienced it mostly around women. Anyway, back to the creativity angle. So for me, you know, I, I do a lot of things uh, creatively to, to deal with this. I don't really like having my work take, take up any more mental space 
than it needs to. So that means when I leave work, I like to leave my job at work and not think about it when I'm at home. You know, I I like to have a, a big life outside of my job. And one way I can do that is um, creating entertaining things that I can say and do to the people who are trying to undermine me or backstab me or whatever. I'll give you an example. Uh, at the last job I held, there was a man who was bad-mouthing me to my employees and to my colleagues, was trying to make it look like I didn't know what I was doing, and also would flirt with me and when I didn't reciprocate would get mad. So um, what I decided to do uh, was a few things. Um, one, I would, whenever I had to go talk to him, I made sure I had a piece of cake handy so that when I did talk to him I would make sure to put a piece of cake in my mouth and chew it while I was talking to him. I didn't do this to anyone else but because I love cake so much I didn't um, have any anxiety around going to talk to him. Uh, I would I would think oh I get to go talk to this guy that means I get to eat cake and I get to chew with my mouth open. Oh my gosh, like this is going to be a great day. You know, so I used little tricks to, you know, make myself look forward to something or someone who is causing me problems. Uh, the other thing I would do, uh, at one point I worked in uh, a chemistry department, and the chemist the chemists there, for the most part, were kind. There was a specific group of chemists, though, that... Um, believe that because they were very good at chemistry, they knew about everything, and that was something that all of the staff had to manage and deal with, so um, because they were good at, like, you know, running experiments in their labs, they believed that they knew how to do everyone's job better than they did, and they were constantly questioning my staff and myself around what we were doing, even though they really had no idea what we did or how we did it or how much work we took off of their plates so that they could do their little lab experiments in their labs. So what I would do um, to handle that was... I would, uh, you know, it was kind of like taking a page from The Office, the, the TV show The Office. Uh, these people took themselves so seriously that I took every opportunity to mimic them, kind of like Jim would mimic Dwight. So I would either mimic them, I might dress like them, I might um, pick up on things they'd say a lot and repeat it back to them in 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 places and times where, where it wasn't appropriate. Um, just so I would entertain myself around them. Because again, you know, the whole thing is that I don't like feeling uncomfortable. And I don't like to be made to feel uncomfortable. And generally speaking, at work, people's, you know, their their issues come out. You know, that's that's where they uh, act out their, their insecurities and their fears. And, you know, it gets, it gets hairy. And honestly... You know, I've tried millions of times to talk directly with people about the things they do. Generally speaking, they're either in denial about their behavior or they don't want to talk about it or they won't address it with you. Uh, so, you know, the best I can do with my creativity is entertain myself at work. Um, and I highly suggest this strategy for anybody who has problems with work or problems with their boss or problems with their colleagues, you know, and it's, it's really, it's all unique. It's about what, 
What do you love? What do you love to do? Another thing that I did when I had jobs was I always wore big heavy boots to work. Um, it was completely psychological. It helped me feel more confident. I'm a short woman. I'm 5'1". And I, if I wore boots, when I wore boots, and I ended up wearing boots pretty much every day to work, they definitely made me feel stronger and more confident and more powerful. Um, just by, you know, I wore these very big, comfortable boots. Some of them were like combat boots. They were always comfortable. They were like Doc Martens. And they made me feel... Like I wasn't a pushover, and that gave me an edge. Uh, I also made sure that I controlled, as much as I could, I controlled, you know, my schedule. You know, I, in different situations, I've been lucky enough to, uh, you know, be able to get my work done in a certain amount of time and leave. Uh, The other thing is that when I had employees, is that I gave them as much control over their work environment as I could and their hours as I could because you know the more that I was able to you know and it really like in that those situations where you're allowing your employees more more um, room to dictate their days it takes a lot more off your plate and that was one of the ways I made my work environment better Um, is because very often when your bosses are hard on you or they're incompetent, you're really not supposed to let that on to your employees. So, you know, a lot of what I did with my employees was like I made their job fun and they didn't know the things that I was dealing with from the, you know, from my bosses. Um, One of the things I did was a quote board. Uh, This was in a service situation where we were dealing with uh, a wealthy the, a wealthy townsfolk and they'd come in and um, underhandedly insult my employees who are all college students and you know it was all we could do to keep our sanity so you know we I allowed them to use a quote board and back and they could write down you know the nasty things that that customer said to them they could write down the funny things that happened and all the employees would read the quote boards and of where they what the times they weren't there and it made everyone feel more like a group and more like a unit and more like you know a force to be reckoned with uh we could commiserate with each other and you know the people who came in it was like a coffee shop and a and a chocolate shop and there there are tons of regulars and there are a few people who are very nice but most of the people uh treated us like servants and so it was a great way to alleviate that pressure and um be able to laugh at a situation that was incredibly uncomfortable and um quite honestly uh sometimes quite horrible so that's that's my uh, creativity podcast for today. If you need to use po- creativity for anything at all, try and use it at your job to make it more entertaining. You know, make your job actually enjoyable by laughing at the people who give you a hard time. Make your job more enjoyable by laughing with the people who are also getting a hard time from the people who are making everyone miserable because we all know those people. We all know the bullies. We all know the people who are insecure and have to make everyone around them feel bad. Use your creativity to laugh because it's all we have. Joy in the face of oppression is a rebellious act and that is one thing we all must remember. Uh, The best way to get back at unhappy, nasty people is to be happy.
I know that sounds that sounds strange, but uh, the best thing you can do is leave your job at your job, go home at the end of the day or the beginning of the day, depending on when you go home, and uh, have a smile on your face. So yeah, that that's my that's my uh, podcast for today. Use your creativity to be happy, and um, yeah, I don't think you'll ever go wrong. Thank you for tuning in to Behavioral Creativity with Sarah Young. See you again next time.